serious look at the realities of addiction and rising through recovery. So it is Friday, guys, and that means it's Final Thoughts Friday. I have Carl the Atheist with me. Hey, Carl. Hey, Chuck. Hey. Uh, we're going to go over the week and talk about some of the takeaways from this week and see what's going on. Yeah, that. Uh, before we get to that, though, folks, of course, we've got to take care of the orders, if you will. The first one of those being the PSA, the Public Service Announcement. And the PSA is now brought to you by the Partners and Spouses of Addicts Facebook Group, where they support healing from the chaos of a loved one's addiction through peer support. And the PSA is this guy's Narcan, Narcan, Narcan. I am, uh, in my opinion, I think everybody should just keep some Narcan around, right? Uh, it's free at uh, all harm reduction centers and most pharmacies. It's compact. It, uh, it stows away nicely in a glove compartment or, or whatever, right? And in Orlando as well, and as we Orlando. found out tonight, <laughs> yes, with a quick true. Google search. <laughs> so, uh, and, and what he's referring to there, folks, is um, I, I have said repeatedly within the show, if you can't find it in your area or if you're not sure where to find it in your area, I will find it for you. And earlier this week, I took Scott from the No New Friends podcast to task, and uh, I kind of called him out and asked him if he had Narcan around, and he still didn't. So I uh, I found it right uh, right in his part of the world, in, in right right close, right yeah, in his neighborhood, Winter uh, Winter Gardens, yeah, yeah, in, in Florida there. So it's it's near you guys, and I don't mind doing the legwork if you can't find it, and it only took a quick Google search to do so. So. Um, thing about Narcan guys is most of you are never going to be around irresponsible opioid use. And I love that, but you never know when it's going to be around you. And there's a story I tell quite often. I'm going to keep telling the story until the message gets driven home. I was at a house where people were using fentanyl and somebody went down. One of the guys went banging on all the neighbor's doors, uh, looking for Narcan. Fortunately, uh, first, first responder showed up with some and saved the life of that person. Though all too often that's not the case, you could save the life of somebody that's loved and that loves. And at the end of the day, that's what the show is all about. So please, guys, get some Narcan. If you can think of a good reason you shouldn't have it, I'll give you five more that say that you should. Fits in your glove box. There's no reason not to. Right. I agree. I agree. Uh, and, of course, uh, Carl here has called me out on something uh, the little pre-roll ad now that, that I've added to the shows, it talks about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It does not talk about Thursday and Friday, and it should. Um, Thursday is the uh, the funny tips Thursday, I guess, uh, until I come up with a witty name for that today. I think we've decided that that name isn't too, uh, too, too indicative of the humor that surrounds that particular episode. So, uh, and that's when uh, I get Scott in from the No New Friends podcast, at least to date, um, to... Uh, to, to go over some tips generated by ChatGPT. Most recently this week, of course, we did the, um, uh, what did we do? Dating. Oh, uh, yeah. Sober right. dating. Sober date ideas. We had a lot of fun with that. Uh, Friday, of course, Final Thoughts Friday. 
where Carl and I are going to go back over the week and talk about things as they played out. So um, that's it. Um, I guess we can get just right into it here. So um, right off the bat, I mean, uh, takeaway from the week. What's what's your takeaway of the week? We'll say. Uh, the takeaway of the week, I would have to say it came on Wednesday. Um, uh, Richard Kaufman. Richard Kaufman, yeah. The captain was uh, away sick. Yes. Um, usually most of my takeaways come from Wednesdays. Um, <laughs> yeah. And this is just keeping the trend. Um, I, I, I really... Um, I really took to heart the 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 comment that he made about making my have tos into get tos. Explain that. Um, well, myself, I was once homeless. Um, I lived in a. I mean, I didn't even have a tent. It was a tarp that I made into a pop tent yeah. and uh, a sleeping bag, and I put it all in a duffel bag, and I came here. And and now I have a a house and a truck and a garage and and family. and a family and and it's not that I have to do the dishes I get to do the dishes I I, I have a sink I have dishes yeah. I have a house that has those things <laughs> right. Um, right. it's it's important um, like you always say it, it it's a lot better on this side <laughs> yeah I I think that was a fantastic takeaway most certainly most certainly. Um, I, I mean, to start off the week, we did, uh, of course, a Memorial Monday and those episodes are always that they're, they're personally, they're very taxing on me. I think they're very necessary though. And, you know, they're kind of at the heart of the show, I guess now, you know, yeah, this one, this one was, uh, this one hit close to home again, right? unfortunately, Florida did a great job. Uh, she memorialized David really well. Um, I enjoyed it. It, uh, not going to lie, it almost made my eyes leak. <laughs> well, and that's, for you folks at home, that's a tough thing to do. This uh, Carl the Atheist is a stone-cold mother effort, let me tell you what. So it's uh, it's hard to invoke emotion. And uh, the fact that she got anything out of him or close to is, uh, it speaks volumes to, to the episode that she that she yeah. submitted. Yeah, uh, the part where she said she was uh, talking to him the night before. They were having a games night and then... The next day, he just wasn't there. And, and her parents found him. Yeah, yeah, that she she mentioned on Tuesday. Yeah, it's funny she, um, she talked about you know in the Tuesday, it's a different kind of grief when it's a suicide, right? Uh, and it's not to minimize any grief, and and I don't think she was trying to do that when she when she said as much, but, um, but it's just this different kind of grief, and and to really drive that home for me was when she was talking about being in the church and getting up to speak and just kind of realizing that, you know, how could he not see that all these people loved him so much, right? You are loved. Everyone is by someone. How she finished off that episode too, I thought was really powerful with her, you know, just kind of a message to everybody saying that, you know, you are loved. So I think, I think she did a fantastic job and, and a little bit of history on Flora. When I first started the show, uh, and of course, we both know Flora on a personal level um, from a very long time ago. At this point, I still hadn't seen her face to face or even talked to her in 20 some odd years. I just remember having to remove all the clowns from the living room. <laughs> right. He's going to kill you for that one. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to bugger about it. Had to at least turn them around. Couldn't, they couldn't be looking. You know, when I first started the show, I guess, and, and I hadn't known this at the time, 
but she was refusing to listen to it, thinking that maybe I was trying to capitalize on, you know, the, the suffering that goes alongside, you know, all too often with addiction and, and, and the like. And then she heard the episodes and actually called me out of nowhere to say as much, you know, to apologize for something I didn't even know that she needed to apologize for. Um, but also more importantly in that phone call, um, she asked me to make sure that I was including alcohol in, in the, uh, you know, in, in the subject matter, I guess, for lack of a better term. And I think you have a couple of times already, uh, on a, on a Thursday tips. I think you touched on, uh, yeah, some, right. some drinking so, tips. It definitely brought it to the forefront for me. It's, alcohol has never been a problem for me. There's a few times in my life when I've drank way too much. I, I've seen it. <laughs> yes. Oh my, yes, you have. You've seen a couple of really bad examples of that. Tequila does not settle with Chuck. No. So it, here's the thing. Tequila in my drinking days would make me pee on things once or twice myself. There is that. Uh, no, and, and I mean, I don't mean to glamorize uh, drinking at all, but she really brought it to my attention that I needed to make sure, you know, or not that I needed. She was asking very politely if I could make sure that it was a part of the show moving forward. And, and, then, and it was then that she told me the story of her brother, but it's taken her a long time to get to a point where she was comfortable doing it. And I'm really glad she did because she did a great job. Of it. She did an amazing job. Yeah. And I think another reason it hit close to home was I recently lost my brother-in-law to drinking, you know, had a bad accident, had prescriptions, loved his drink, drank himself to death. I'm sorry for that. And then of course she came back on Tuesday and spoke to the rest of her story, which who knew, right? Who knew? I, I did know, but only recently about, about that whole side of, you know, what had happened in her life, right? And, and and we're talking folks, again, like 20 years in between. Um, she came back on and talked about how her her husband, who was a public figure in, in the remote town that they lived in, turned to addiction and really made life hard for her and her children. Now she's turned that pain and, and that experience into, uh, well, she's a pretty awesome human being. And, and good for him for getting sober as well. Right, right. You know, that happy ending is is pretty awesome. And then making amends on it. Yeah, right. And and owning up to and taking responsibility. One of the parts that I thought was really interesting when she was talking was how he stopped saying that didn't happen and started saying he didn't remember that happened, right? Which is as close as you're going to get to accountability, right? I mean, if you don't remember, you don't remember. But yeah. um, but not denying it and not taking that from her, right? That that, that Those experiences from her. So I, I thought that was pretty cool of him and I'm glad that they've come to a place in their lives where you know. his, his journey's begun. And hey, one of the great things that came out of Tuesday was the feedback I got right away was bring her back. And I got that from a couple different people. Um, and, and one person specifically, um, Auburn, who who I've mentioned in the show, it's, it's her nickname. Uh, her opinion means a lot to me. Uh, she's been a big supporter of the show from, from the day she heard it. And she had said, bring her back. So since then, I've talked to uh, I've talked to Flora and uh, there's a couple of things that are going to happen now. We're going to find a day of the week where it fits, make a segment uh, dedicated solely to the people, the spouses and partners and, and loved ones of addicts and the fight that they have to fight that the, the conscripted soldiers, you know, in the fight against addiction. And, uh, and she's going to help me do that with a co-host thing. So I think that's really cool. I, I do. I, I think that'll be great. She was, she was really good. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and that bloody voice, I just, 
you know, the day I talked to her the first time when she called me randomly there, I asked her right away, like, will you come on the show? Like, your voice is just, like, crazy. Like, you know. Everyone needs a Mary. <laughs> right. Shout out. Another shout out to Scott at the No New Friends podcast. Uh, I'm super excited for that. Um, and then, I mean, we'll double back to Wednesday now, too, about Mr. Kaufman, Richard Kaufman there. Sergeant Kaufman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what a hell of a story that is, eh? Like, um, amazing. Yeah. Right. To the blindness. Like, the whole thing is just. U.S. serviceman, a heck of a story. I mean, drinking so young. Yeah, right? Yeah. Who, who'd have thought? I, yeah, I mean, sobered I didn't up before actually, he was legal. <laughs> I didn't even, I believe I was 15 when I had my first drink. Right, so yeah, hey, there's that. There's that alcoholic at 12. Jesus, hey, that's hard to, like. And it was hard to find somebody to boot. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't too hard. It was like half hour. <laughs> That's a long time, right? Yeah, when that's, you're a kid, that's right? the early 90s. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's funny. We, we, what did you call it when you were a kid? Booting? Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. called it pulling. Pulling? Yeah, well, you pull for me. Well, bootlegging. So it's just booting. Yeah. You got to yeah. find a boot. Yeah, well, and I get it, right? I think that was, but yeah, we were in small town Alberta and we called it pulling. Will you pull for me? Right. So, and then of course, that usually costs you half your goddamn booze anyway, right? If the older prick didn't just take it and take your money and walk away, well, I, I think booze. I think back then I paid fifteen bucks for a Mickey of lambs, and that was that was probably like nineteen ninety one. I'm pretty sure the Mickey only cost seven bucks. So yeah, that was Wednesday, and then Thursday, Thursday with uh, with Scott for the No New Friends and his uh, his comedic mind. What did you think of that episode? They're funny. I I, I like Thursdays, the last two especially for sure. Um, I do listen to their podcast based on your recommendations. So the tips, uh, I'm I'm with you. I'm not karaokean. If, <laughs> if I'm karaokean, I've I've had some drinks. I'm not, I'm not a dancer. I'm a sitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. so there'd be no dance classes. No, right? No, they're basically like mini golf, a comedy show. I mean, the comedy show is always good. Well, we we do go to the comedy, yeah. uh, the comedy club here, and well, in in the city, anyways. Yeah. We've gone a couple times with our friends yeah. down the street. I feel like. T- 20 years ago, you and I might have gone to Yuck Yuck. We did, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, like a double date thing or something like that going on there. Uh, I think we went uh, for my sister's birthday. Is that what it was? I think so. Okay, yeah. I, I, I do remember something like that. Like, I have so much fun doing that episode with him. His timing is is just beautiful sometimes, right? I mean, we now have a value on handies, at least, you know, the difference in our value, right? Yeah. That, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I was watching his uh, After Dark um, stuff today, and he was, uh, they were interviewing Rick, is it? Nick. Nick, Nick, from uh, Sandpiper Vacations, and uh, about all things gay, and I, I mentioned in a comment that, you know, because you can, during the, there's a live chat that's happening, and I had said that uh, he's probably pretty safe to go mini-golfing with, with Nick, because <laughs> you got your shaft, I got mine, as he put it. Uh, his little story about the American Idol. Yeah, that know. was weird. Or I didn't see that coming completely. Out of right. field, I, I'm right? pretty but... sure I still watched American Idol at season four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he never got up in front of like the real judges, right? Yeah, that's too bad. Producer, so. And he choked anyway at the end of the day. So, yeah. you know, yeah. well, he, he's right. a, a theater guy. What made me laugh about him, and it still makes me laugh, people go to theme parks to drink. Who knew? I, I I totally want to do that. I want to drink know. around the world. For me, this has been an interesting week in the show. The numbers are starting to jump, and, and thanks to you guys, the listeners, things are kind of going crazy right now in, in a really cool way. Um, we've got some sponsorships opportunities that I'm looking at, 
you know, some partnering up with some some Facebook people. And it's kind of exciting right now. The show is in the middle of a, a pretty cool turn that way. So Yeah, and, and spread the word about the podcast so that we can help spread the word about addiction. Absolutely. The message, right? The message, the message, the message. And it, I want to make a living at this. I mean, I've stopped asking for donations a while back now. But guys, I don't want to be rich. I just want to be order pizza now and again when I want to rich. You know, like I, I'm not I'm not trying to get rich off this. So, you know, when you're sharing it, when you're talking about it, when you're spreading the message, if after 30 some odd years in active addiction and being a real, a real asshole at the end of the day, if I could make a living doing something good, my life will be like, I'm, I'm happy, right? I don't need any more than that. I don't need any more than just to pay my bills. And you guys are kind of making that possible. Well, more than kind of, you're making that possible and closer to fruition every day. And for that, I'm, I'm very grateful, but, um, yeah so like follow share subscribe and keep writing those reviews 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 guys every review and and you know richard kaufman really brought that home for us again the other day a review with a comment is worth 10 times the review and well and and you were the 240th most listened to podcast in Ireland. so i mean we've got that right (laughs) yeah yeah so we're getting there we're getting there right um, I think my global position was 9,347 is where I'm at, you know, as of, as of yesterday. So based to grow. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we are growing, we're growing very fast. Um, well, what's happening next week? I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm still playing catch up from last week, Monday. I've got a few submissions I'm waiting on. So it's kind of like what comes first, what's going to be the best one to, to roll with as far as content and, and editing goes. I committed early on in the Memorial Monday process that I would play every episode that was submitted to me. It's just a matter of when, if I get too many, I'll make another day. I'll, you know what I mean, right? So uh, I'm just waiting in on submissions. I've had a couple cancellations and I understand that people want to do it and then just find that they're not ready to do it. That's a tough thing to do. It really is. So uh, I I certainly hold no hard feelings over that. As frustrating as I can be for the schedule, but you know, that, that's just, that's life. You want to make God laugh, make plans. So that'll be Monday, Tuesday. Of course, I used Tuesday's episode to uh, to cover the captain being sick, what was supposed to be next Tuesday's episode. But I got a couple really cool things in the go that way as well. And then, um, you know, Thursday, uh, well, Wednesday, the captain has committed to being back. We are recording days early to make sure that that happens. The captain, I mean, how can, you just can't get enough of this guy. I Personally, I can't, right? Charisma, wisdom, passion, all these things that you need. It's educational. Yeah. And it's it's not boring. Some feedback I got from Auburn on him as well uh, on his last episode was she loved how uncomfortable it makes me really pulling this stuff out of me. And when we talked today about what we were going to go over next week, and and I'll leave that for now, but we had a very direct conversation where he had said, you know, I'm going to make you uncomfortable. I think that's really cool. I, I mean, I get some therapeutic value out of it myself. And, and you know what I should say from his last week's episode, when he did that exercise with me to find um, a place of, of serenity that my body had been storing all these years, the way the exercise works is, you know, he gets me to kind of open a door within my mind and then where are you, right? The greenhouse. I was in the greenhouse. Geranium. Yes. Yeah. Hydroponic geranium. I listen to every episode. I know, I know you do, right? On. So, but the thing is, is about that is that greenhouse, I'd stolen my parents' truck and was going back and forth to a party at that greenhouse in the summer. And I ended up spending that summer grounded. And like three days after grounding, I left home. That greenhouse to the minute was the last time I was a carefree kid, right? So what an accurate thing. Like it was just 
and I didn't really think about that too hard until after the episode, of course, because I've got all sorts of things going on while we're recording, but what a profound experience that was for me. So it only adds to more of the credibility in, in my mind, right, that, that, uh, that he has. So I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to for this next one. And Thursday, of course, uh, you know, I'll get uh, Scott back in and then, you know, see what happens for Friday. Probably sitting here doing the same goddamn thing again. Quite possibly. And I, I wanted to talk about Flora. I never mentioned that. One of the things that has come out of this is she is going to help me interview people that have been in her position. And I think that's just wonderful. So it'll be a woman talking most likely to women and, and having this conversation. So I think it's going to be a lot more relatable to, uh, to, to people. And, and, you know, she's just got that voice where people are uncomfortable. She could tell me to stab myself in the eye with that damn voice. And I probably would, you know, <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to that as well. All of that said, that brings me to my favorite part of the show. And, um, Hey, Carl, who, who's, who brings us the daily gratitudes these days? The daily gratitudes are brought to you by the no new friends podcast. And that is a podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. So, and I thought I would let Carl say that he's a mega fan. He is a mega fan of the show and guys, the no new friends podcast, they make me laugh, uh, when I need it so badly after some of the hard stuff that we record, I really do suggest you go check him out. And of course, with the daily gratitudes, when I get a guest on, I get off the hook for a minute and my guest gives their daily gratitude. So Carl, the atheist, give me three things you are grateful for today. Well, I'm always going to start with my wife and kids. They're, they're my whole world. My second gratitude, I'm going to say, is your sobriety. Ah, well, thank you. Super proud of you. Thank Super you, proud of the podcast. I enjoy it. And it's not just because I'm a friend. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't listen. <laughs> no, I know that about you. <laughs> and number three, I'm I'm grateful for how how much I've I've learned just listening to other people's struggles on on Mondays with yeah. their uh, with the memorials, the people that uh, that give those submissions. It takes a lot of strength. Um, it takes a lot of love, and I'm really grateful for those people for for giving you their submissions to put on the show because I think it really, really does add something special. And hey, guys, for the fourth gratitude, it is you. It is you, the listeners. Every time you share, every time you talk, every time you download, every time you review, please do that as well. You guys are contributing to my dream, and that is to spread this message on a grand scale. So thank you so much to each and every one of you. And hey, listen, if you are in active addiction right now, today could be the day. Today could be the day that you start that lifelong journey of healing. Reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, go to detox, do whatever the hell it is you need to do to start that lifelong journey because it is so much better on this side. And if you're the loved one of an addict, you've just taken the time to listen to my show. And for that, I am so appreciative. If you could just take two more minutes out of your day and text that out and let them know they are loved. Use the words, you are loved. That little glimmer of hope just might be the thing that brings you back. Mother night, up against the odds, running out of time, only got one shot when it's really do or die, when your back's against the wall, when you fighting for your life, do you believe in you or not? I'm a believer, I believe, I'm a believer, I believe. 
second guessing every breath I'm full of questions Passes full of cigarettes, alcohol and depression Therapists and all the different pills can get expensive All this bottled up aggression I'm too old to get arrested Almost died trying to get here Got high through my best ears Got sober, then I relapsed Then I cleaned up, got my head clear Sometimes it feels like there ain't to believe in But I believe that we're all here for a reason yeah. You don't think you're a fighter From the pressure I put on myself for years Tired from my 20s, the whiskey bottles and beers Tired of smiling while I've been holding back tears But I believe I can do it, so I'm here I'm a believer I believe I'm a believer I believe I've been told I have a death wish No one's interested Cold and too aggressive Close to hypertension I'm broken from the pressure Explosive with my temper I'm sober but I'm stressing And hoping it gets better Am I falling off? Should I give it up or put it all on pause? Let go of this dream so I can visit home and talk to mom? Maybe all I need's another Instagram post With a quote about believing in yourself when you're low You don't think you're a fighter But I know you But I'm a believer, nothing is impossible I'm a believer, I believe I'm a believer, I believe You don't think you're a fighter, but I know 